Good evening and welcome to Salt and Light Radio. I'm Hunter Combs and tonight in the studio we have a special guest, uh, Theo Dennis with Operation Mobilization. He is the National Resource Director for Operation Mobilization Ships in South Africa and he's here with us tonight to just share a little bit about himself, a little bit about uh, his ministry and what he does. So thanks for being with us tonight, Theo. Oh, yeah. Thank you so much, man. Thanks for that introduction. Yeah. So can you just, uh, for our listeners tonight, can you just introduce yourself and just let us know who you are? Uh, yes. Uh, I'm very much of a, a, a KP, uh, very much of a, a boy uh, brought up here in Cape Town, in the suburbs, on the Cape Flats. Um, and so uh, did my basic schooling here, did some studies at uh, Bible colleges and the university. And um, yeah, married uh, a wonderful woman, a pastor's daughter. Uh, mm. We have three kids and um, we've served God since 1985 internationally. Okay. But before that, I was actually a youth leader for 10 years. Oh, wow. So, Hunter, that's where it starts. It yeah. starts in the <laughs> trenches. It starts in Jerusalem, where you're at, mm. to serve locally. And then I believe God moves you on to, to uh, greater things in terms of greater responsibilities or even in terms of scope, uh, other countries. Yeah. Yeah. So you started with your ministry here locally, but then sort of what was it that sort of shifted your focus to a more worldwide global focus if oh, you that, will. that's a that, that's a very good question that's a very good question I many years ago at St James uh, in Kenilworth they had um, a, a series that was conducted annually called Keswick the Keswick convention mm. very famous conference in from Keswick in England mm. in the Lake District um, and uh, a brilliant speaker by the name of, um, I just can't get his name now, <laughs> brilliant speaker. But anyway, what he did was he said, he spoke on discipleship. Yeah. And the Thursday evening, he said, a disciple is also one who becomes an apostle. Hmm. And um, not in the title sense, but yeah. in the operation sense. Hmm. Uh, is a, 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 an apostle, he said, is a sent out one. Mm. And that kind of hit me between the eyes. Because for quite a few years, I was sitting on my church bench and getting a, a, a hot bum and knowing <laughs> I've got to go somewhere, but I, I didn't quite know what the motivation would be or, you know, behind that. And by God's grace, I heard that message, and that was the start of God tugging me mm. to move from where I was, and he had prepared me through youth leadership in my local church to be a minister, but now to thrust me to the ends of the earth. Mm. To cast you out into the harvest. <laughs> Absolutely. You mm. know. So that, that basically was a biblical mandate that, that, um, that, that, God used to really just, you know, Jesus said in John 20, 21, mm. he says, as the Father sent me, now I'm sending you. Mm. Uh, and, and I heard that send very clearly. Mm. Yeah, that's the same, actually the same Greek word, apostello, he's sending. That's right. He's sending him as the Father has sent him. Yep. And it's interesting in Luke's gospel, Jesus says, pray to the Lord of the harvest that he would 
cast out labors into the harvest. Mm. And if you look at the Greek word used there for send out or cast out, it's ekbalo, which is the same word Jesus used for casting out demons. Wow. So it's a strong word to say, we need labors into the harvest. What do we pray for? He doesn't say pray specifically that people would turn in repentance. Mm. He says, pray for the believers that they would go and do what God has called them to do. And I think that's often the biggest hurdle is that believers would get off the church pews and mm. go out into the harvest. Absolutely. The biggest hurdle is this one of obedience. Mm. Go. God is calling you. Now go into the harvest. Yeah. Into yeah. the harvest. Yeah. And I'd cut my teeth locally mm. uh, uh, by, by being involved in ministry. Those years we could do open airs. We could do track distribution. Mm. We could do all of those things. Yeah. So I, I grew up, the church that I grew up in, that's what we did. Yeah. You know, it, it was just part of your discipleship. Yeah. Um, and, and yeah, God, God, God kind of used that, my grounding locally, and moved me off uh, into uh, incredible um, journeys with him. So now today you're in Operation Mobilization, but how did, maybe just share with us some of your history, how you began with Operation Mobilization. Yeah. You shared with us sort of your calling where you felt the Lord's now calling you into mm. an international field. Uh, but how did you begin there? Yes, I mean, 1985, I think we started, my wife and I, coming back from that conference, um, a, a wonderful lady from WEC um, mm. said, I, I went around the room, they had these exhibitions, you know, where all the organizations exhibited. And I went around the room and I saw all the qualifications needed. And I had none of them. It was like, you need three years of Bible school, you need X amount of money, you need this and you need that. And, and I went to this lady and I said, you know, I have a sense that God is calling me, but um, nobody seems to, to, I don't seem to meet the criteria yet. Yeah. And then she said, man, I know an organization that mm. takes people like you. <laughs> Someone at the <laughs> yeah, bottom just of the an barrel. an <laughs> ordinary guy, you know, with an extraordinary passion to yeah. see God use him. Uh, and, and, of course, she introduced me to OM. Hmm. And, um, and when was this? 1985. Okay. Uh, June 1985, we actually stepped out, went to a conference in Europe. From there, God led us, get, listen to this, to England, Wow. I didn't have a clue what we were going to do, but guess what we started with? Doing Muslim evangelism. Hmm. Um, just uh, loving on Muslim people yeah. uh, in, in, in the Queen's England. I got a shock of my life to see how many Muslims and you know people were there from the subcontinent of India. And, and, and it was just incredible to see all these people. And then I, I realized that you know many years ago when I was at school, I had Muslim friends, and um, we, 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 we argued about our faiths. Yeah. And then the next day we came back and said, Hey, uh, Abdul, if we're going to remain, remain friends, then let's not talk religion. Mm. And I think most of us on the Cape Flats are there, Hunter. Yeah. You know, we, we just don't want to engage because we do not want to cause arguments. But mm. we can learn methods uh, on how to effectively mm. reach people. Uh, and and come overcoming those obstacles. Hmm. Yeah, it doesn't have to be this head-to-head argument, but these are important issues. These are very important issues of eternal significance. Absolutely. So you can't, you don't just throw them by the wayside. Oh, well, our friendship's more important. Mm. Actually, eternity. And if you love that person, yeah. you'll care where they spend eternity. Yeah. So you will discuss these issues. Yeah. 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 And just just on the side, 
<clears throat> we may not come back to this, but just think when I talk about creative ways of ministering, of just sharing what God has blessed us with, to finding creative ways of, of ministering to our Muslim neighbors, our Muslim families. Mm. Um, I'll just share one example. Um, probably about three, four years ago, yeah. I said, Lord, what can I do to share with my neighbors? Mm. And um, I, it was Christmas time, and I thought, you know, uh, every Ramadan, my neighbors are sending stuff over the fence and saying, here's your barakah, you know, yeah. here's, your, here's your blessing. And, yeah. and, and I thought, let me reciprocate the favor. Hmm. And so I went to checkers, or no, it was pick and pay, and I, I, I saw this Ferrero Rocher. Hmm. You know, it was about 60, 70 rands, <laughs> but it was gold. And I knew my Muslim friends, they love gold. Yeah. <laughs> and um, what happened is, long story short, I took those. I bought quite a few. I wrapped them with more gold, and I found a little card. Hmm. And uh, um, I wrote Isaiah uh, 9 verse 6, hmm. or 6 verse 9, help me. Nine, unto us, nine, nine verse six. Nine to six. Unto us a child is born, unto us a... And then I wrote that. Hmm. Uh, it says, Christmas is a time of giving. God gave us his best. Hmm. And then I wrote Isaiah 9 verse 6, unto us a child is born. And, and then I said, shall I continue, Lord? And I said, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and, and, and he shall be called, um, you know, the yeah. everlasting father, the prince of peace, Um and some of those incredible names there that I, I couldn't believe hmm. that this child would be called Everlasting Father. It's yeah. like brilliant stuff. But anyway, mm. th but those, those are just little ways in which we can challenge in, yeah. in a beautiful way to say, and as I handed that over, they received it with gladness, hmm. you know. Yeah, so it's a way of showing love to a person, but also helping them to wrestle and grapple with the truth. Yeah. So, yeah. 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 And then good. I also do an Easter card, by the mm. way, That's with good. a hot cross bun. <laughs> That's great. So there are creative ways. And I think all of us should think, whether it's a Muslim neighbor or just a secular neighbor or whoever, how can I be reaching out to them and Absolutely. really showing them the love of Christ? Absolutely. Hmm. So we've spoken a little bit about your history with OM. Uh, is there more you want to share? Uh, no, yeah. And then um, we joined the ship ministry um, after uh, living and working in England, uh, well, in Europe for about a year and a half. <clears throat> I found that, sure, if, I, if I'm going to really, uh, we sense that God is calling us uh, into this ministry for really to change lanes in terms of what we were doing. So um, I felt that I needed to get back to South Africa to prepare. So I studied at a good Bible college called the Cape Evangelical Bible Institute. Okay. And then later on went on to do some more studies at UCT, uh, UWC in theology. Um, and so, uh, yeah, we at probably in 93... Uh, the Dulos was here, and they they recruited us. Uh, and what is the Dulos for those listening? Yes, the Dulos is the, the one of the ships. OM has had four ships. Okay. The current ship is our fourth ship. Hmm. All of those ships came around uh, Cape Town, okay. barring Logos Two, hmm. but it was the Logos One. Uh, the Dulos, which many people fondly remember because she spent about eight, nine months here. 
okay. doing a refit. So that's why it's very, it was like a home port for, for the Dulos. Mm. And then, of course, the newer ship called Logos Hope. Mm. So my family and I spent four years uh, on Dulos. Wow. Sailing around with Dulos. I have a technical uh, background. So I did some um, technical stuff on board, a lot of fabrication, steel fabrication, pipe work, uh, building tanks and pipelines. And, you know, another thing is you can use your skills yeah. uh, in, in ministry. And then at night I would be preaching to young people. So I had a dual kind mm. of uh, response. My wife was an English teacher okay. uh, on board, uh, helping a lot of Asians, the Koreans, the Japanese to improve their English. Mm. But, yeah, we went to, whoa, in that four years, we went close to 50 countries. Wow. We did Africa. We did Europe. We did the Black Sea. Um, we did uh, right through the Gulf. We did the uh, the subcontinent of India and then the, the Near East, the Far East, hmm. Japan, as far as Japan, China, wow. the islands of the seas, Australia, um, hmm. Philippines. It was just incredible. Wow. Uh, but in Asia, the last two years, was the, the ministry opportunities were phenomenal. Hmm. Just in terms of where we are, We've got a little population of 57, 58 million people. I mean, can you imagine a place like India, 1.2, 1.3 billion people? Wow. You get the big cities of Jakarta. You get the big cities of um, uh, Hong Kong, Singapore. Wow. You know, um, massive, massive millions of people hmm. in one city. So it, what an incredible opportunity. Hmm. Uh, four minutes. And what what exactly do the ships do? Are there, is there a library on board? Is what's sort of the vision of the ships as they're traveling around uh, for ministry? Yeah, the ship had a vision um, called bringing knowledge, help, and hope okay. to the people of the world. Hmm. And uh, knowledge would be our our book shop. It wasn't a library. Uh, this was a very unique platform where people could actually come to this luxury liner kind of ship. Hmm. Most luxury liners would be turning the public away. We yeah. would welcome the public. Oh, wow. So our doors would be officially opened by the mayor or the president or some dignitary from that city. Uh, and then the, the people would just uh, absolutely um, flood the ship. Yeah, they must have been thrilled. Wow, we can go on this amazing ship. Absolutely. Then, I mean, you can think of some of these remote areas where, where people haven't even seen a, a, uh, a luxury line or whatever. And this wasn't a luxury line. It was more of a working ship. But yeah, the, uh, uh, so knowledge w was the main thing uh, that we had. In terms of our books, uh, we have over 5,000 book titles on board the wow. ship. Um, I'm happy to report that our top-selling book is still the Bible. <laughs> That's good. Um, and uh, people still flock wherever we are. The ship has just finished uh, two years around South America. And again, our top-selling book was the Bible. Central wow. America, the same. In the Caribbean, the same. Mm. Um, the Bible is, is still... I mean, I remember the years, just an aside... Um, our ship was in Dubai, a white, big Christian ship with 300 <laughs> Christians on board wow. was in Dubai, <laughs> welcomed by the city of Dubai. And as we left uh, that port uh, on the last meeting, the uh, minister of education turned to the director of the ship and said to the ship, 
you are most welcome to return to Dubai. And then he <laughs> cupped his hand and he spoke into the director's ear and he says, the next time you come, don't bring such a lot of Bibles. <laughs> <laughs> because the Muslims were really looking for the Injil, you know. Mm. Um, they had heard that, that, that there were Bibles, uh, Injils on board. Mm. And so we ran out of it, wow. to be honest. Wow. That's, that's an incredible opportunity you had. So you traveled around all over the world. Virtually, just, virtually three quarters were the ship, yeah. Wow. Just not the Americas. Um, so so, so we, we had the ama- amazing privilege and blessing. What an education. Mm. Uh, not just spiritually, in all kinds of other ways, you know, just seeing God's creation, yeah. but seeing the different cultures of the world. Mm. Uh, but if you ask me, Hunter, what was my highlight of those four years? Mm. I'll say to you, it would be ministering to the people of God around the world, hmm. under trees, in huts, in big auditoriums, um, just meeting the people of God around the world. Hmm. We do not know the f- incredible family yeah. of believers that we have in the world. And hmm. by God's grace, you know, we got to see many of those hmm. people just faithfully on the islands of the seas, in the big cities, people wow. just crying out to this God hmm. um, that, that, that we know, you know. Hmm. And uh, we were instantly connected spiritually. Yeah, it's, it's an incredible connection you have. Your yeah. communities in Christ. You don't share anything else. Absolutely. In, <laughs> similar. You don't share the same culture, yeah. the same language, anything. But, but you, know, you have this oneness in Christ. Just talking about our ship, how can you have 300 Christians from all kinds of, what, 300 Christians from 50, 60 countries Living together, um, in the Philippines, we had the United Nations um, representative come to our ship. Hmm. And he said, you know, your ship reminds me of the United Nations. He says, the only difference is that you are united. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, we, 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 I mean, we had all kinds of people on board. We had Pentecostals and Reformists and, and mm. hyper We had all kinds <laughs> of Lutherans and people did things differently. But... We majored on the majors and yeah. minored on the minors, and yeah. that's, that kept us uni- unified mm. and, and united. Mm. So, so that was beautiful in itself as a testimony yeah. to people. How mm. can you live together? Yeah, and that's what Jesus says in John. He says, by this, the world will know that you are my disciples, Absolutely. by your love for one another. Absolutely. So what's your current role now with Operation Mobilization? Yeah, my, my current role um, is that uh, I... I'm the resource uh, director, manager uh, for the ship's uh, ministry in okay. South Africa. So I represent the ministry. My first job is to uh, bring awareness. So I travel around uh, South Africa, uh, preaching, um, going on radios. Uh, I've been on television once. Um, <laughs> but just going around, just raising awareness, uh, about this incredible ministry. This mm. year, 2020, the ship ministry is 50 years old. Wow. We'd have had a big celebration in London, but due to COVID, that's been put on ice. Mm. But that's my main focus and, and job is to, is to bring awareness. I believe in this ministry platform. It is a dynamic ministry that God has raised up. Mm. If you think of the amount of money needed per month, 
to keep this ministry alive. Yeah. And it's been going for over 50 years. Wow. And, um, you know, if you think of, um, if you think of uh, how we have to ask professional people like captains and engineers to come and work for no money because <laughs> we're all volunteers. Yeah. You know, uh, and so people are passionate about what we do. So um, we bring knowledge, help, and hope. Mm -hmm. uh, as I said earlier, knowledge is our, our, our book business. Uh, help is uh, where we do all kinds of stuff uh, locally when we find there's a need to dig wells, the need for eyeglasses, okay. a need for anything. We come in and actually do that. Yeah. Um, and then hope is our message. Hmm. Our message of hope is, of course, all of us have the opportunity of sharing our testimony wherever we are yeah. in the world. That's not illegal. You can hmm. do that wherever you are, in the Buddhist world, in the Muslim world, wherever you are. Um, and so that's, that's what we do. We, we all have a message, and, and uh, that is our, our, our message of hope in Christ. Hmm. So my that's... current role is awareness. And then I raise prayer. Of course, we're okay. going to go nowhere without yeah, prayer. Exactly. Uh, and uh, it's so exciting in South Africa to have a, a nation that really believes in the power of prayer. Mm. So we, we, we continually want to see more prayer warriors raised up for this ministry because we're in the front line of the battle. Mm. And then um, uh, it's prayer. And then I recruit people for okay. this ministry. Okay. Um, you know, people get hold of me and say, hey, I, I do this or that. So the kind of people we look for are not professional people. We love professional mm. people, but we like fat people, <laughs> uh, faithful, uh, available. available and teachable people. Mm. You know, people who just say, yes, I've got a heart to serve. Great if you have a profession, you mm. know. So it's all about attitude. Yeah. Um, so great if you have a profession. So, of course, you can think of what makes a ship go round. We have... We have a need of teachers. We have a need of skilled people like uh, uh, carpenters, electricians, mm. plumbers, welders. Um, of course, we have deck officers. We have engineers, qualified mm. engineers. Um, and then we need doctors. We need uh, nurses to be mm. on board. Um, so, yeah. And then just, you know, ordinary guys, one is finished school, saying, hey, I need a gap year, you know. Yeah. Um, we, we, we can offer a two-year slot. Mm. Uh, where you we, you do some training and then from there you leave and join the ship mm. wherever it is in the world. Mm. Talking about wherever it is in the world, um, the ship currently is in um, the Caribbean in the ABC Islands. Okay. Um, the Dutch Islands. It's in Carasau, okay. the sea of the ABC Islands. Huh. So it's in Carasau. Uh, waiting to be clear to leave to go to the Bahamas, okay. to the Abaco Islands, where um, YWAM has been helping and Samaritan's Purse has been helping the island um, kind of get restructured after it was f totally flattened last year by hmm. Hurricane Maria. Oh, wow. Okay. I think it was Maria or Dorian. Yeah, totally flattened by one of these hurricanes, mm. and thirty, forty thousand people live on the island, and they they're living in tents. Wow! So um, that is what we sense at the moment. We just want to go serve, uh, and also just um, wait out COVID uh, mm. over there, but get involved. There's no COVID on the island. There's no COVID on our ship. 
Okay. So we're a good match. That's good. <laughs> yeah. That's good. Um, so what are some opportunities if people actually want to get involved? I mean, you've shared about opportunities, but what can they do to actually say someone's listening to this and they say, I want to actually get more information about how to get involved in this? How could they go about finding more information? Yes, I, I, I would say, uh, you know, um, prayer is the first channel that, that, that first get involved with prayer. But while you're praying, get the information. You can get on a website. It's quite easy. Just omships.org. Omships.org. O, O-M. As an operation ships, mobilization. Operation O-M. or like old mutual. Omships.org. Ships.org. Um, or logoshope.org. Okay. But OM ships would be um, would be the, uh, the 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 website that they could connect to, and then you can also send a um, an email to info at om.org, hmm. um, and that would be directed to our office in South Africa. Okay. Good. Uh, yeah. Um, so uh, just generally, I think you know. Um, most of the people on board are young adults, uh, school leavers, yeah. before they get into university, that kind of thing, just willing to serve. Um, and so able-bodied, you need to be mm. able-bodied, um, and then just a willingness to learn uh, and, and to move forward. So if you're someone who's listening and maybe you feel God's call into the mission field, you really have been praying and thinking through for a while, wow, Lord, I want to go be faithful in obedience, be a part of the Great Commission. Maybe the Lord's calling you to a ministry like this. Um, So you could visit omships.org and just think about what, what is it that the Lord's calling us to? What is it that the Lord's calling you to? And just really think about these things. We just have a couple more minutes, Theo. Is there just one final sort of call you want to share with the people who are listening tonight? One final sort of remark, final thoughts? Yes, uh, absolutely. Um, You know, these times, you know, we all use this word is overused, unprecedented times. Hmm. But we've all discovered that God has a strategy in all of this. Uh, we do online prayer meetings. Before that, we used to get 12 people at our prayer meeting. Now that we've gone online, we get 100 people at our prayer meetings. Wow. So God is in all of this. Yes. I mean, it's, to us, they may seem as in certain times. Uh, this hasn't taken God by surprise. No, this is hasn't. not an oops moment in heaven. No. <laughs> uh, hey, what is this, a virus? Mm. So, um, and these times that we're living in, I believe... Strongly, a few years ago, God laid this upon my heart that we should be doubling our efforts. Yeah. So look at how you can double your efforts. If you're giving 100 rand, give 200 rand. Mm. If you're saying, Lord, this is the time that I can give, give more time. Mm. Just think of how you and I can add value uh, to people's lives, but above all, in terms of kingdom stuff. Mm. You know, these are unprecedented times. We need to double our efforts. So, Hunter, I thank you for this opportunity uh, of really just um, sharing, using this platform to challenge people to say, Mm. God's world is out there. As you said earlier, we are called to be thrust out Mm. into the harvest field. Pray the Lord of the harvest. 
Amen. Well, thank you so much for joining us tonight. We pray that this has given you something to think about and something to pray about. And until next time, good night and God bless.